Hi, this is Bimi Shavery, and I am here with your daily dose of energy. I would like to welcome each and every one of you to this audio today. Um, I do want to give you guys a brief uh, overview of what it is that we're going to speak about today. It really has been on my heart to speak with you guys because I've received a lot of your emails, and I want you to know that your emails have been so touching. Your emails have been very touching and the statements that you've been making have been extremely, extremely heart-wrenching for me because even though you are telling me how my vulnerability and letting you know that you're not alone has assisted you on your own personal journey and allowing you to walk into Um, the truth of who you are, you are also being extremely vulnerable with me as well to let me know what it is that you are learning, but also what it is that you're struggling with. And a lot of you have asked me, how is it that I have healed from so many things? How is it that I have um, pushed through heartbreak? How is it that I have gotten through disappointments and tapped into this world of spirituality? And I think There is a misconception that once you are in a place to share your gifts and people are gravitating to you, that you have reached this this epitome of healing. And that is an illusion because no matter how healed someone appears, there's always a moment of recovery and there's always a place where you are currently or constantly battling um, with different uh, things that you have internally still trying to work through. And so it's very important that you guys understand that when I speak to you and I say to you that I'm just like you, I mean that for real from the bottom of my heart, not because I am dealing with the same situations that you're dealing with, but because just like you, I am speaking to the inner parts of myself that need to hear that it's okay to be your authentic self. This entire space has been completely created for me to express every single thing that I have been able to accomplish, been able to dive into, been able able to challenge myself in doing has been because I've needed to create an outlet in a safe place in the safe zone for me to be able to do just that. And so with me sharing with you and giving you wisdom and giving you the knowledge is for me actually teaching and passing on to you the things that have worked in my life, both tried and true and those that I am currently working through. So it's important for you to know that while I have healed from a lot of different things, there are a lot of other things that I am still triggered by and I am still healing through as well. When it comes to death, I personally have had several different awakenings and challenges when it's come to embracing it. For years, I never grieved the death of my father. It was over five years before I literally felt myself breaking apart because I had to hold it together. And I dove into work. I dove into creating this. um, That's what birthed my creativity, actually. Me being able to step into my truth in a way that I hadn't before because I was able to explore different parts of my emotion from a 
place of vulnerability. It wasn't about anybody liking it. It wasn't about anybody understanding or approving because it was absolutely different. It was absolutely something no one had ever seen. And I just needed a place to where I could dump all of my emotions. And for me, creating was that, whether it had been the documentary, whether it was me creating the blog, whether it was me traveling and interviewing all the people, um, to hear about their own issues, whether it be me creating the hope boxes. I created everything out of a necessity for myself. And so this audio podcast is just also another level of testament of how when I trust myself, it works. And so I'm not here to give you guys um an illusion of what healing looks like because I, I I can't tell you what healing looks like for you I can't tell you what healing feels like but for me it is equivalent to a sense of freedom when it comes to death when it comes to heartbreak when it comes to disappointment um they're all carry a weight of different magnitude so it's impossible to categorize or compartmentalize what they look like what they mean to me when it comes to spiritual awakenings I can't tell you what your spiritual awakening would look like I can't tell you what your darkness your dark cycle of in in the dark parts of your soul will feel and look like but I can tell you what it appears to be based on what I myself have experienced as well as what I have survived so On today's Daily Dose, I think it's very important for me to give you guys some of the things that assisted me on my navigation to recovery. And I want to clarify what recovery is versus healing. When you speak about healing, you're speaking in a sense of surpassing all of the tenderness and the triggers that come from the recovery process. That's why when you have someone who is a recovering addict or a recovering patient, they are still in the process of healing, which means there is definitely a possibility of relapse. And there's definitely a potential place where you would find yourself reigniting that feeling all over again. When it comes to heartbreak, you think that one heartbreak is equal to another, or you feel like I've been through it all, so I can't possibly be affected by anything else. And that couldn't be further from the truth. And why is that? That's because you will always have new experiences that will challenge you, that will trigger you, that will push you, that will create different aspects of yourself that you never knew existed. And that's where your growth and your opportunity of character definition and um, is actually defined because you can only be defined by the pressure that you overcome. You can't really see the power of your struggle or the power of your strength in the midst of easy breezy opportunities and space and time. So when you are going through the most challenging things in your life, How you act, how you feel, how you operate is what builds your integrity, what builds your character, what builds your ability to withstand. And it's okay to cry. It's okay to be sad. It's okay for you to feel like you don't have the answers. You don't know what the answers are and you just want to feel what you're feeling. There is no such thing as just getting over it. 
especially when you're going through recovery process in any facets of life. My father has passed away for over 15 years and you're, I'm not healed from that. You don't heal from that. You recover from certain aspects of it, but it's a healing process. It is a continual process to healing because you never reach that epitome of completely, of it not affecting you. And I think that is the misconception when it comes to healing. People think it looks like a certain thing. They think when you are all spiritual that everything is love and light and that's not the truth. The fact is the beauty of spirituality and the connection with God is the duality of it. You understand the pain. You allow yourself to feel the pain. And it's very unfair and contradictory to try to point your fingers or tell someone how they should feel in the midst of pain or how they should operate in the midst of any kind of turmoil that they're dealing with. People operate at their own accord. And sometimes when people are trying to recover, they hurt those that are close to them. They become bitter. They become angry. They become even more insecure. Sometimes they become recluse. Sometimes they become very detached. Sometimes they become really dependent and they become very, very toxic. Sometimes they just don't know what they are and you don't know what they are because they're not allowing you in. And that is where the um, necessary uh, attunement is needed. You're needing to be in a place where you can feel comfortable being safe. And how do you create that safe space? For me, my home is my solitude. I don't let just anyone in my home because my home is a place where I go when I need to be alone, when I need to be at peace, when I need to disconnect from everything around me, the noise. I could turn my TV off. I could turn my phone off. I don't have to listen to anything. If I don't want to, I could shut my door, lock my door, set my alarm. and be in the midst of my own presence. No matter how small that space, no matter how big that space, it's mine. And so for me, I built a sanctuary, not only a sanctuary in a physical sense, but a sanctuary internally, a place where I go inside and I become still. And that feels so good. It's not easy. It's every, every bit of uncomfortable. And sometimes you want to share that with someone, but I think it's important for you to know that it doesn't happen overnight. When I, uh, when me, my ex and I, um, well, I call him my, my ex and I, when we broke up, I, it took me literally, we've been broken up going on four years now. And I literally, it took me about two and a half for me to really not be triggered by that relationship as much. But there is a bond there that won't ever be broken because of the friendship and the foundation that was laid. But the healing that needed to take place because of the heartbreak took me a long time to process. And during that process, I didn't let anyone in. I couldn't. And I loved people. I loved people hard. I loved people through their despair. I loved people through their their hard moments in life. And that was something that I felt value in. I feel like that's how a lot of my healing came to play because the more I loved others, I felt like the love that I didn't receive, I was able to give out and that made me have some sort of closure and clarity in where I was missing in my life. But it also allowed me to tune in 
So that is something that you cannot run from. It is something that you have to be patient with yourself with, but you have to divulge in yourself. That means allowing yourself to dig deep, allowing yourself to feel, allowing yourself to express and speaking your truths, whether it be to yourself, whether it be on paper, whether it be to the people that you need to speak your truth to, but you definitely need to get it off of your back and I feel like that is one of the hardest things for people to do, to look the hurt and trauma in the face and understand that not everyone's trauma looks like yours. Not everyone is going to experience pain and hurt and disappointment the way you do and how you feel is not necessarily how someone else feels. So it's very important for you to allow yourself that time, space and opportunity to do whatever you need to do so that you can reach the point of full healing capacity some of the things that I've learned through grief and through loss and through disappointment and through heartbreak and through um, the many challenges that I've learned in 35 years of my life have been one of the biggest things has been resilience I've learned that yes it'll hurt but it didn't kill me it hurt I'm a little bit bruised I'm maybe a little bit tainted But at the end of the day, I am still here. I'm breathing. I'm still able to maneuver through the next moment. So it's super important that you acknowledge how strong you are, even in the moments where you feel you're weak. It's it's very important for you to understand that you truly are an epitome of strength when you can get through everything that has been thrown your way. Another thing that it has taught me is to love deeper and even though that seems like an oxymoron like once you've been heartbroken you really don't want to live but I mean love but for me it's made me want to love more and not only has it made me want to love more I have loved more and deeper and with more depth and with more intensity and with more passion but the difference is I am very I use a lot of discernment when it comes to that because I don't want to just love just because I want to love out of a pure state, not just out of a selfish or an obligation of needing to be loved that way. And since I'm not, I get a feeling of unconditional love for giving it for someone else. So being heartbroken taught me how to love people deeper. It taught me how to love people more. Experience what loss is has taught me how to love people more as well. It's taught me to be fearless. It's taught me to be fearless when it comes to living my life. It's taught me that no matter what it is that I get through and no matter what it is that I accomplish, no matter what it is that I'm faced with, when you go, the only thing people are going to remember is the presence of you, how you made them feel, how your spirit uh, made them feel. And that is ultimately what it's about. It's not about your accolades. It's not about your money. It's not about the relationships you hold. It's about how you add to those relationships and being fearless when it comes to cultivating them. I've also gone into this very important space where I don't take anything for granted. Everything I love, I take very seriously. Everything I care about is my everything. I love it and I smother it with love and I nurture and protect it. I'm very, very, very um, in tune to what that looks like, what that feels like and what it needs to survive. So I've become very much so a 
advocate for that when it comes to really cultivating relationships and home life and things that matter. It's it's definitely a quality over quantity for me. I've learned that I exude a light that I can't run from. And so when I'm feeling immensely darkened, I created these postcards that were like mood cards and they were uh, people's comments, people, things have said to me, people that people, the things that people have said to me that have spoken life into me and reminded me of my worth and reminded me of my value. I keep those things on post-its. I keep those things around so that I am able to look on it when needed. When I feel like I don't know my worth, I don't know my value. I know that I've made a impact in someone's life and that helps me every single day when I feel like I'm wasting my time or there is no value in what it is that I'm doing or where I am also it's taught me how to love myself inside and out it's taught me that I am a unique individual and it's taught me that being involved in anything that depletes The uniqueness of who I am doesn't deserve to be in my vicinity. And that's how you have to look at yourself. Like you are unique. You're by yourself in this world. You're going to die by yourself and in this world. Even if you're dying with someone, um, it's one at a time through the gates per se. And so therefore it's important for you to love yourself as ferociously as you do other people because you by loving yourself that way you also show and treat people um or teach people how to love and treat you i also began to pray with more intention what am i talking to god about i don't want to always be asking him for things i want to envision myself speaking to my dad i want to envision myself speaking to my family speaking to the people i love so much and them um responding through the universe through God, you know, I, I do that. And that helps me to pray with more intention, to pray and be more aware of what it is I'm asking for, what it is I'm saying to God and meditation allows me to hear them, whether it be in a state of solitude or out in the, in the world, a song that I'm listening to that I'm just vibing out to or whatever, however it is that I can connect Sorry, I do. I've learned to love unconditionally. So when you go through a lot of hurt, you go through a lot of pain, you learn that unconditional love is a love with no limits. It's a love that does not hinder you and does not give you an ultimatum. It doesn't make you feel less than. It doesn't make you feel like you're not enough. It really, really does love you from the core deep. So it taught me how to love unconditionally. No matter my mistake, no matter my flaws, no matter how rebellious I was, my dad, my family, the people that I cared so much about, they love me. And that alone speaks so many volumes because it's like, that's what love is. Love is like, no matter what you do, you are loved by those who truly love you. You know, it teaches you about emotions and the navigations of them. It teaches you forgiveness. It teaches you to value the things that matter the most when they matter, opposed to waiting until someone has passed over and now suddenly you are reminded. It doesn't take any more deaths 
than the first death that you've experienced that impacted you for you to understand the importance of the present. Um, It's also important for you guys to understand that grief is layers. Healing is layers. It's not a one shoe fits all. There's coming to understanding of what that means spiritually. It's understanding that you know, life and death is a part of life, but what does that look like? What does that feel like? How do I navigate that? Even if it's death of a relationship, death of a connection, death, death of parts of yourself that you're having to overcome your fears, your insecurities, your inadequacies, um, lack of confidence, all of those things are needing to die out so that you can be reborn into the version of yourself as many times as you need to, because this physical life we have no idea of how long we're here and while we are here we want to make sure that we are understanding our purpose and operating out of that it's not just about doing things for notoriety it's not about titles it's not about money it's about really truly living out your dharma um it gives you more of a understanding of the emotions that you feel and then in the traumatic stress that you feel afterwards Understanding what it is that you've gained through the process, understanding what it is you've learned, understanding the value of the now is what loss will teach you. And healing is not something that everybody does in a way that's monolithic. So it's very important for you to understand that. And once you understand that you're able to connect deeper to yourself and your journey as it relates to your life. I had to make a lot of different changes. Sometimes it comes to where you have to disconnect from internet, unfollow people, um, don't answer your phone, um, cleanse, eat differently, change your scenery. You just have to do what you feel is necessary to help you navigate through the experiences in the life that you are um, embodying. Because at the end of the day, nobody can tell you what that's going to feel like, look like, or how long it should take you to get there. The beauty is actually knowing that you're getting there and you're not settling for anything but the greatest part of yourself even though you may be in a dark period right now sometimes being caught in your own thoughts and caught in your own mind is something that hurts you more than it helps you but the beauty of it is is once you acknowledge and recognize it you're able to maneuver through in a different way because you do understand the value of a mind and you do understand the value of your existence so allow yourself to feel it don't rush through it where are you rushing to what do you think is on the other side of that tear that you're afraid to cry you know what do you think is on the other side of that extra flutter in your heart that you're afraid to feel what is it that you are afraid of Why are you so afraid of your vulnerability? Who has told you or taught you that your vulnerability is a curse or your vulnerability is bad or feeling things is wrong? That is the biggest lie that you could ever believe because feeling is all that there is when it comes to navigating in the spiritual sense. Not allowing your your feelings to control you, but knowing how to control them and utilize them and understand the importance of them as you are going through your own life purpose and process. Okay, so I felt like 
on today was very important for me to remind you guys that healing is something that each and every one of you, there's a lot of heavy, 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 heavy energy around and a lot of people suffering internally, silently and out loud. And so people are going to be on edge. People are going to be very emotional. People are going to be, um, very just a different a different part of them because they too are trying to figure it out they're trying to understand what it is they're feeling they're trying to understand what it is that they are dealing with because it is so abnormal so allow people to be who they are and to grieve and to navigate and allow them to feel it just as you want to feel for yourself it's very important for you to do that because even though you think you're being strong by holding it in, that really turns into a weakness because you begin to act out in other ways to release that that's on your back. And that's not necessary when you can just express it. It's never, ever, ever a bad idea to go get help. Not meaning, oh, I'm a crazy person. I need to go put, get put on pills. No, it means that you need to be willing to talk to someone in a safe place where you can just dump on them, dump your emotions, dump your mental trauma, dump your, but be willing to be comforted. It doesn't matter how much you pump and cry and throw all your information out and throw all your business out in the streets and tell everybody about your pain. If you're not even welcome to being nurtured, protected, Put in a safe place, pour it into verbally. You're not going to always get to hear what you want to hear, but you're going to hear what you need to hear to help you and push you through. So allow yourself to be there. Allow yourself to feel that. Allow yourself to not be enabled by your own handicap, self-inflicted handicap. And allow yourself to just go through the motions. If that means disconnecting from the world so that you can lie in your solitude and peace, do that. If that means turning off the TV, not listening to any updates, telling people to, you know, ask me my capacity to hold the information you're ready to give me. Because right now I just I'm on an overload. Understanding where your boundaries are, understanding when you can't take anymore. That's a part of growth. That's a part of evolution. And that's a part of learning who you are on a core level so that you can heal those inner wounds that you've discarded all this time. So this has been your daily dose of energy. I hope that it assists you, help you, and give you a little bit of clarity on the process and understanding that there is no manual to healing and recovery. It is all a by case, by case, um, value. You don't know. No one knows. No one can give you a clear cut answer to what your healing process will look like. We can give you pointers. We can give you tips based on what that, what has worked for us, but you have to allow yourself to navigate and feel through all the emotions as well. So, um, I do love you all. I'm so grateful again. Thank you so much for your continued support. Thank you so much for your all your emails I, I just I've really been moved to tears so often about what it is you guys say to me and how you guys allow me to explore and assist you on your own journeys and I just want to tell you that you're felt I love you and I don't take this for granted at all okay so until tomorrow's daily dose of energy I will be praying with you for you and on your behalf 
also be praying for everybody who is going through whatever it is you're dealing with all the grief that you're holding on to all the pain all the anger all the silent um, disappointment that you are trying to battle through I'm praying with you that it be lifted and that you get the release and relief that you deserve okay so until tomorrow's daily dose of energy guys I love you so much bye